everybody, welcome to the Spin Rack. I'm here with my boys, Petey and Cassie. What's up, gents? What's going on? Ready to rock. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Alien Romulus. This is a, a upcoming movie by 20th Century Fox, director Fede uh, Alvarez, and basically it's about aliens. Um, the movie is taking place, it's an alien um, horror film, basically. It's taking place between the 1979 Alien movie and, I guess, the sequel to Aliens in 1986. So, of course, this is his take on it. It's supposed to be totally unconnected to the other movies. And um, it's actually happening. So here's a, 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 a video that we're talking about. And tell us what you think. Do you think this is, I mean, we know this is not the actual trailer, but tell us what you think. Do you think they should be having this movie? What's your take on it, guys? So, hey, select a play. Let's well, we have this from Hero Spotlight. They're going to talk about it, and we're going to chime in as we've done many reactions. So thanks to the Hero Spotlight people. And from the plot of the new addition to the franchise to when you'll be able to see it on the big screen, Alien Romulus is actually happening. And here's what we know. The latest movie is taking the series in a whole new direction. We've seen space truckers, colonial marines, prisoners and scientists taking on aliens so far. But this time around, 20th Century Studios synopsis says that Romulus will feature a group of young people on a distant world. While humans were already exploring other planets in the movies so far, what'll set Romulus apart is that the story will take place in a colony on an unknown planet. Don't worry though, because xenomorphs are still on the hunt. While a lot of the franchise is made up of sci-fi action movies, Romulus will take the series back to its horror roots. That being said, the movie isn't a sequel or a prequel, so don't expect Newt or one of the Ripleys to come back. But set photos have confirmed that our favorite evil corporation, Wayland yutani is up to their shenanigans, as always. The cast they've announced so far is pretty small, with just six characters, exactly like the very first Alien. And it doesn't look like any of them will be packing pulse rifles, which is the perfect formula for a smaller scale claustrophobic flick. Series creator Ridley Scott is producing the movie, so even if this won't be directly related to a previous entries in the series, I wouldn't be surprised if elements from his last few movies come into play. In the no. 2010s, 20th Century Fox tried to bring back the Alien franchise by letting Ridley do a bunch of new movies, starting with Prometheus in 2012. Ooh. While that movie tried to explore a whole new side of the Alien lore, it did tell us the origin story of the Xenomorphs. Elizabeth Shaw and her team of scientists were exploring the moon LV-223 when they found evidence of human-like right, beings called the Engineers, right. who'd created a bioweapon that they lost control. Looking to catch up on the story of the Alien oh, no, franchise, Jesse. you can probably skip Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, since 20th Century has spent decades pretending they don't exist. For starters, Scott wasn't involved with those movies. Between that and the fact that everyone hates them, I doubt he'd be keen on bringing in any aspect of those films into Alien Romulus. For what it's worth, though, Alien Resurrection did introduce the hybrid xenomorphs with human DNA, and I'll have to ask you to strap in, because that was a weird story. The Ripley in this movie wasn't the original, and in fact, she would have acknowledged this as canon, but seeing as Alien Romulus is trying to give old fans and newcomers an easy way into the franchise, I don't think we need to worry about this insane plot too much. Now, while Ridley is producing Romulus, he isn't directing this time around, because that job is for Fede Alvarez, someone most horror fans should recognize since horror is his jam. His first big movie was the 2013 remake of Evil Dead, which didn't capture the Sam Raimi wackiness of the older ones, but it did showcase Fede's own style of horror. 
He developed his style further in his next movie, Don't Breathe, which is a truly great film that anyone looking to be scared should check out. When watching an Alvarez movie, you can expect him to hold back the buckets of blood for meaningful moments, since he prefers to build a suspenseful atmosphere. He centers his movies around interesting concepts above all, like the way he made Don't Breathe's antagonist blind. Faye Day is directing Romulus from a script that he co-wrote with Roto Sayagays, his old partner in crime. Since Roto also helped him write for Evil Dead and both Don't Breathe movies before, so you can look forward to seeing the same kind of bloody movie magic in their alien flick. At the same time as lead producer, Ridley is going to have a lot of influence over the project. Because if we've learned anything from this franchise's history, it's that he sees these movies as his babies. Speaking of blood, here are all the actors that are on the Xenomorphs menu. See, the first actress to be tied to Romulus was Kaylee Spaney. While this will be her first big budget franchise... Right, let's, pause, let's pause this. What do you guys think about some more Alien? A more Alien? Yeah, another Alien movie. What do you guys think of that? I'm all for another alien movie. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have no problems with it. I think, you know, I think the opportunity to give a different direction is one. I mean, look, there's so much in the alien franchise. I mean, look, Dark Horse alone minded for as much as can be done. You have the whole colonial. Yes, yeah. Dark Horse, the Predator, they the ones who pushed that whole Predator movie. Yeah, they did. Yep. I mean, there's a lot to go there. And, you know, Ridley Scott has, I guess his um his whole alien thing has been a little bit more on the you know, really, Scott has, you know, his, it's tough to say. Really, Scott, I love him. You know, he has done some fantastic things over the years. Hey, one of my favorite movies, um, Kingdom of God, Blade Runner, uh, The Duelist. I mean, just to name a few, he's done tons of stuff that I like. You know, but at the same time, he's done stuff that, you know, you, you, you got to scratch your head like, hey, but people still come out to see it. Napoleon, I scratch my head about that. You can I walk right into it. I walk right into it. Give me Willie Ridley Scott. I gotta say something. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. Uh, I think. I oh, sorry. You can, yeah, Cal, you can go. You there? They have no. Yeah, I'm here. They have no new ideas. <laughs> there are no new ideas. Ideas are just repackaged. Do we? They okay. Well, then they have no. They have no repackaging paper. <laughs> Okay, they're literally taking the packaging paper from the old stuff and they're trying to smooth it out with an iron or something, you know, put, you know, put some, you know, some fresh tape on it. I have the first movie. Great. Excellent. Second movie, you know, it was different because that was action as opposed to horror, but still very enjoyable and well, you know, well executed, well executed. Then we get to Alien 3, which I guess is hit or miss for some people. I enjoyed it. Some people didn't. Whatever. By the time we get to four, that's a crash and burn. That is just okay. We, I, I don't know how much money, <laughs> I don't know how much money, you know, uh, Sigourney Weaver got to come and, and reprise her role. But then we get that. Then we can see that, okay, the ship is running aground and we need like a tow. So what did we do? We throw the predator in there so we can get this whole thing started up again. Prometheus, trash. Okay. And disagree. The following film, uh, the, what followed Prometheus? Co- Covenant, Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant, where the title makes no damn sense, number one. And then two, that was like warm water at best. You know, Again, you that was, the, alien, the Alien versus Predators. He, t- he said that he mentioned that. He did. Oh, sorry. He didn't go through the whole sorry. series, but he mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, don't have to. Yeah, so 
So we get that. So and you know, and then they're trying to end at least with the first two movies. You know, with horror movies at the end of the day, we expect some sort of catharsis, and that catharsis is in the form of people surviving. We got Prometheus, and you know that. Well, again, Prometheus is trash. But then we get to the end the Covenant, and we're like, oh, you know, what's going to happen to the people? He's you know going over there, and he's going to infect. And then that's pretty much how it ends. Now we don't even get a follow up as to what happens there. Okay, not that we really need one, but we don't get any sort of catharsis in that story. Like, no, we screwed. They were like, oh man, we screwed this up so badly. We're gonna just start someplace else in between these two films. I'm like, if you guys really had an idea, you would be able to progress past the first two films. If you're gonna forget three and four, then you will be able to progress past those first two films and deliver. The aliens are still monsters. The situation isn't really gonna change. It will be people who are at significant disadvantage against these creatures that are natural born killers and everybody's trying to stay away from them. And what is the biggest threat that the aliens present? The biggest threat that the aliens present is not individual. It's not me or you getting caught and impregnated with this thing. It's any one of these things making it to a populated planet or a populated area, like a colony or Earth for that matter. And if you're going to have uh, the wheel, if you're going to have the Wheeling uh, company come in, that's what these guys have been keep trying to do. They want this thing on Earth. As many reports as they keep getting that the alien species, that the xenomorph is hella bad for any type of population, they still keep trying to bring this thing to Earth. And that I guess they dropped that particular narrative at the end of the day. And so we're going to get this. It's usually a sign that you don't have a storytelling vehicle when you have to go back in the past. When it has to be fixed between two movies, I'm like, why does it need to be fixed between the first and the second movie? If it's a good story, just put it in the future. So, you know, again, they've got no ideas. They are really, I mean, they don't want to let go of the franchise, and rightfully so. This was, this has been, this has made money for them, and they're hoping that lightning strikes again for them. But you look at this, and it's like, okay, you don't have any ideas. You really don't. Well, I would add to both of you guys and say that one of the things that um, worries me is that Ridley Scott is a kind of executive producing this. When we had Covenant, which I thought he could do no wrong initially when I first saw the trailer and hence him coming back and then saw the movie and I was pre pretty upset. And then, you know, Covenant, that was even worse for me. But at the same time, when you look at like the first Alien and you hear what the writers had come up with, well, the lead writer was Dan O'Bannon. He was talking about coming up with a concept with, uh, was it Ronald, Shaw, what was it, Sushit? And they were talking about working it out and they just had a straightforward alien, right? And then they said, what do we need something else to the story? So then next thing they say, you know what? The alien is gonna get one of the castmates pregnant and it's gonna bust out of them. And they're like, what, what the? <laughs> and then how, as all of the pieces came together, so you had these writers that are coming in and putting it all together. Then they say, hey, we got this, we got this cool artwork, you know, the Geiger, and they like this, so this is gonna be the alien. And the next thing you know, you got Ridley Scott, who's a commercial director, and he's using it, he's actually filming it himself. He said most of the A work was him actually holding the camera and his um uh, you know, his um cinematographer was doing the B work. So you had all this in, in um I think they had other people doing artwork, but Ridley Scott was doing design work for the cat, you know, for the suits and all that stuff, along with other artists. So he had this perfect storm 
of all this thing to do a slasher film in space. And it worked out perfectly. There's so many elements that work in the story. And the second one, that's pretty much the same, but as, as kids, we wanted to be as scientific as the other one. But then over time, we say, oh, no, this one is really good. So it was like, it wasn't the same as the first one. But then at the same time, people were seeing the second one and not seeing the first one. They just got action, action, action. They were like, this is the best thing ever. And they go back to the first one and be like, this one's a little quieter. It's like, no, both of them did something perfect for the time that it was out. So so that's why I had so much for this this idea. And as a franchise, it didn't seem to work. Um, as feeling that the comic books, they did find another life for it with all different creators and uh, doing different alien series, as as uh, Mars already said. So Romulus, the idea of another one always kind of I'm looking over to see what it is. But then I have to say, once I see a whole bunch of guys with guns, it's kind of tough for me because like, all right, we got another set of people. Whereas I think when we got the first time of guys with guns, I say with horror, you have to care for the people, then you can kill them. So the people sit around saying no. If you just turn it into, uh, you know, like in, um, what's the name? What's that thing? Um, in uh, Prometheus, hey, I'm going to touch this stuff and touch you. And you're like, I don't care if this guy dies or that guy dies. Please kill the robot. Nobody killed the robot. Damn, I can't, another movie with this robot. I can't stand him. So it's about caring about them so they can really mess with the audience. So the audience is like, no, you don't want to do Friday the 13th 3D where they're just stabbing people and it's coming through the, it's coming right through the camera and like, you don't care about who's got this thing stuck in through him, you know? So if you're going to do hard, you have to care. If they, if they don't care about these people and they're just all jerks, get it out of here. So anyway, um, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. So. <laughs> What's up? wasn't that the period when they had that space and above and beyond right they had their own colonial marines and they had a kind of similar storyline where the aliens were being um i guess were incited by the human the human corporations were basically um in space above and beyond were inciting the aliens they, they'd taken something i can't remember what it was you know about the show of space above and beyond that was on fox right okay so, aliens that they're, they're fighting this war against the aliens and it seemed the corporation was the one that basically started you know uh and then you have that same thing here um with the corporations and um it, it seems like we keep attacking corporations with a, oh my uh, god are you kidding me are you kidding me that's a dynamic story to be one of the top um employees. all right <laughs> I, I i take offense personally lord Cal, Cal agrees with me that this is definitely something that we need to stop, you know. Um, uh, and Ridley Scott, once again, is definitely a strong proponent that if you go back to, um, you know, you see this in his work, um, Blade Runner, where he's attacking the corporations again. So I, I think we have to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. Okay, I'm definitely not an apologist for corporations. In you addition, are. <laughs> in addition, we also have Aliens Romulus that's coming up, a series on Hulu, you know. Um, that they basically are going to talk again. This is going to be before the uh, the it's supposed to take out, take place a couple of decades before the 1979 movie. So this goes to Kyle's thing that yo, dude, what are you doing? You know, you you clearly don't like you don't want to go forward in the in the um in the in the story. You're going backwards to to mine this. And I'm like, how do you mine it when the first people that found it was Ripley in 1979? Now you're going back. So I don't know. So it's interesting. Well, yeah. Again, Sorry. Ridley Scott. 
being Scott Free Productions is the one running all this stuff and interpreting it. And he's, you know, this is, this is his baby now. All right, we've done it. Um, thanks guys for going through that. You want to close us out? Mars is pro-corporation. We've had these conversations. If you want, I can send you the tape. But he, and that quote, Mars says we should unleash business. Close quote. He's in the pocket. Never forget it. I'm not going to take, take that as a slander. I'll take it as a badge of honor. Spinarak. Out. Out.